Our first and only Bible reading today comes from the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 1 to 13. So that's Ezekiel 37, verses 1 to 13, the valley of dry bones. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, O sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you, and make flesh come upon you, and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe into these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, A vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says, O my people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Good morning. Let's bow in prayer. Ask the Lord's blessing. Heavenly Father, let the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be pleasing to you through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, sadly, um, one of Rose, my wife and I, one of our little garden beds uh, with herbs and pretty flowers, uh, it just died, turned up its toes a few weeks back. So. Um, we forgot to water it. Anyway, Rose wanted to um, dig it up. It was really hard, so I said, I'll soak it with water to make it easy to get clean it up and to work it up ready for some new plants. But then guess what? Some of the herbs began to grow again. Uh, they seemed dead, uh, but they sprang back to life, little shoots, and uh, just with a little water. 
So today's Bible reading is about God making dead things alive. God is alive in a way that nothing else is. He is the source of life. Everything else receives that life from God. You, me, all people, animals, plants, planets, our universe, and what's beyond our universe in God's realm. Everything receives its life from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So as Christians, we have good reason to hope uh, that though we have a time, uh, perhaps like the plants in our flower bed, a time when we're not flourishing, uh, a time when we might feel wilted, perhaps feeling uh, dead inside. As Christians, we have a hope that we'll have a new burst of life. And so if you're feeling that way, uh, this sermon is for you. Psalm 92, a verse there, says of the godly, even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. So we believe in a God who breathes out life, something that Ezekiel chapter 37 is all about. Ezekiel writes, the Lord took hold of me. Ezekiel wants us to know that on this day he experienced being taken hold of by the Lord. Well, in the simplest sense, every believer is taken hold of by the Lord. And Romans 8 reminds us that once taken hold of, nothing can separate us from his love. God's uh, grip is really good. But Ezekiel's experience is a special kind of taking hold. You might remember how the Spirit of God took hold of Philip in the early days of the church and took him from the Gaza road to Azotus. <laughs> Wonderful things happen when the Spirit of the Lord is moving. The Spirit of the Lord carries Ezekiel away to a valley filled with dry bones. And this is most likely a vision. But as I read it, I wonder if the Lord took him bodily to that valley, a bit like he took Philip. Oh, we remember that even the Apostle Paul, when he was taken into heaven, he didn't know whether he was in his body or not. And in this passage, Ezekiel shares with us, the reader, the listener, the things God did with him on that day. Some things are familiar, some not. Some things are awesome 
that is that they're bigger than we can take in. But many things are clear, as clear as a cradle mountain stream. The Spirit of the Lord led Ezekiel all around the valley. Remember those words, the, the Lord had him walk about the valley. It could have been quite a time through that vast plain of bones and the bones were dried out, they were bleached like an old battlefield where there was a great slaughter that he was taken to. And then God asked Ezekiel this key question. Can these bones become living people again? God asked you that day, what would your answer be? Ezekiel helps us. You alone know the answer to that, he says to God. Of course, the answer, humanly speaking, is that there is no possibility of the bones becoming living people again. Ezekiel perfectly understands that only God can give life to these bones. So, here's a lesson. Just because something looks humanly impossible... It doesn't mean it's impossible for God. With God, all things are possible. If there is something that seems impossible in your life, God can help you. God can do something about that. Now notice how God goes about bringing life to these bones. He does it through Ezekiel. He gives him a prophetic message. Now, the word of the Lord. In verse 7, Ezekiel spoke this message that God had given him. There he stood in that vast valley surrounded by the countless bleached bones and preached the word of the Lord. I was thinking about that. Instead of preaching to you today, I'm out in this great valley. I've got a great patch of dried, bleached bones and there I'm given the task by God to preach a sermon. Ezekiel must have felt uh, very different that day. But he preached. And as he preached, he says to us, He writes to us, he he records what happened. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. It's almost as if he was preaching, he was concentrating and uh, then he was hearing this noise. This this, uh, noise started to penetrate. Maybe you have like that, you're hearing a noise, you're thinking, what's that? Oh, it's the washing machine. Ezekiel's hearing this noise, it's like a rattling. It's like, oh, something's wrong with the car. A rattling, what's that? He hears the rattling all across the valley. Now, I'm old enough. Uh, When I was a boy, I heard a song about this scene. And I loved that song. Uh, Some of you might know of it or you might remember it. It sort of went, um, Ezekiel... Connected them dry bones. 
Now I hear the word of the Lord. Well, your toe bone connected to your foot bone, your foot bone connected to your heel bone. Some of you might have seen it on TV or on, on the computer. Your heel bone connected. Imagine Ezekiel's uh, wonder at what was happening in that valley. As he preached, Ezekiel saw the bones come together and muscles and flesh formed over them and then the skin, I'd be back in back. <laughs> that would be scary. Uh, but that wasn't the, the end of the story because they were lifeless. There was no breath in them. As we read, God gave another message, verse 9. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. That was the message God gave to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel tells us that he spoke to the dead bodies, to the lifeless bodies. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and a breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. God breathes out life. We can try and imagine the scene in this valley of the dry bones as God breathed out life into those lifeless forms and they stood on their feet. The passage reminded me of how God created our first father, Adam. In Genesis we read, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. And at this stage, Adam was formed, fully formed, out of the stuff of the earth, but he was not living. Just like the people in the valley. And then the scripture say, says, God breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils. Very personal. God breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. Next in the Ezekiel passage, the Lord will explain the vision. But perhaps before we go on, we should think a bit about it. The first thing I think about is that Ezekiel wrote all these things down and we have an account of this in our Bibles. You know, a lot's happened in the world over time. Most of it's gone, most of it's lost, even my family history, most of it's lost because I depended on my older sister for all the information and she's gone. But the word of the Lord has been kept for us. And this is God's work. It's his gift to us. He wants us to know what he has said. It's there for us in our Bible. And the Bible is God's word. So I think the 37th chapter of Ezekiel is in this way a reminder 
to think, to read about God's word day by day. So, there you go. Have you read Ezekiel lately? Did you know it's in the Bible? It's part of God's word, his message to us. Um, Do you have a Bible reading plan? If not, you could ask me for one after the service. It'll be pretty simple. I always start with a psalm a day. Can't go wrong. It's like an apple a day for your body. A psalm a day. Another thing perhaps we could reflect upon. Second thing. God uses people in sharing his word. It would have been easy for God to do all this by himself. God uses preaching just as he used Ezekiel. He uses a shared word. One of God's great preachers in our day was Billy Graham. I know his preaching in Australia was used by God because I keep meeting many ministers, pastors, Christian workers and people with changed lives who met the Lord at a Billy Graham crusade or by listening to his message. Is there anybody here who was saved at the Billy Graham crusade? Or one of them? Yes. At the funeral of Pastor Brian Crawford, I learnt that he went forward, gave his public profession of faith at a Billy Graham crusade in New Zealand. God uses people. God uses preachers. It's the way he does it. He can use me this morning. He can use you this afternoon. So what's the vision all about? The Lord tells Ezekiel in verse 11 that the bones represent the people of Israel. This is about something. This is not just a wonderful story and happening. This is about something. The people of Israel are like the dry bones scattered in the valley. And when we read that the Lord has heard what those people have been saying, probably Ezekiel has been overhearing those same words day by day as well. The people are saying, God says, we have become old, dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. All hope is gone. Think about that. Think about the fact that God listens to what we say. Now that's the scary part of the sermon today. Our God speaks. That can be awesome. And he listens. He listened to Ezekiel's neighbours and the people down the street and all of the people of God that were in Babylonia. The people were talking about being washed up. Nowhere to go. They weren't talking about hope in God, about patience, about promises, about faith. And it makes you realise that God is listening when I talk. When I talk at morning tea. 
at work, when I catch up with my neighbour, when I talk to myself. God is listening. Jesus, for the Christian, is the model of how we should speak to God to others and to ourselves. Our call is to follow him. The children of Israel in Ezekiel's day are overwhelmed with despair. They feel that all hope is gone. This is the time in their history when that great empire of Babylon has swamped them, plundered their land, destroyed their cities, destroyed Jerusalem, destroyed Solomon's temple, destroyed the worship of God and exiled the survivors to Babylon, taken all the relics to Babylon, all the sacred items. And it sounds like, from what they have been saying, that they've given up. They're living in the New York of their day and it's a pretty lively place and you can imagine the young people are open-eyed and that's where they want to go. And the parents are saying, well, this is the end. So Ezekiel brings this vision from God, a message of promise and of hope for these people. In verse 12 we read, God says, I will open your graves of exile and I will cause you to rise again. And then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O oh my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you and you will live again and return home to your own land. And then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. What seems impossible to them, God will make possible. They find no source of hope, but God rebukes them. God calls them to hope. So put your hope in God. Notice how this is something God is certainly going to do. There's no doubt. They're not a promising bunch, but God has no doubt that this is what he will do. He says to them, I will bring you back. He emphasises in what he says that he will make sure it's, it happens. It's not dependent on them. Mm. I remember another story about Rose and myself. We had, a, we had a bookshop and that means retail business and we were swamped, we were run off our feet, exhausted, no time to think. Uh, in some delirious moment, we promised ourselves that one day we would take a holiday. Uh, perhaps somewhere fabulous, like Italy. What a dream. One of those dreaming moments soon forgotten. But God must have been hearing. One day, with tickets in hand and a hotel booking, it was natural for us to say to each other, Oh, I never believed this would ever happen. God is saying to his exiled people in this 37th chapter, 
when I put the tickets home in your hand, then you will remember that I promised to do it. And God did do it. And you can read all about it in the books of Ezra. Put that on your Bible reading program and Nehemiah. See what happened. So, if you had been living amongst the people then, when every conversation got round to, we have become old dry bones or hope is gone, our nation is finished. If you're feeling a bit like that, old dry bones, then hear the word of the Lord today. Put your hope in God who made the dry bones live. Didn't Jesus say to us, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. He is speaking about your life today. This life, the the life that flows from God through Jesus Christ is in our hearts and lives now. The wind of the Holy Spirit of God that moved on that day with Ezekiel in the desert and caused those awesome events to happen moves within us and amongst us. Uh, This is at the heart of our day today. It's at the heart of every one of our days that we live with faith in God. We know it's true. And sometimes life gets the better of us and we lose focus. It's easy to be distracted. So we need to focus. We need to practice exercising, walking in the life that flows from Jesus. And for the one or more that may be facing an impossible situation, the kind of situation that is beyond uh, your ability to control, well, this was the kind of situation that Ezekiel faced. We learn from the Bible today that God possesses the ability uh, to work in your heart, to work in your situation. We remember that the Lord Jesus said, everything is possible with God. So bring your impossible situation to God and see what he does with it. He may give you a breakthrough or instead patience and endurance. He may lead you on an unexpected path, a path that only the Lord knows is there. Sometimes in the way our life works out, we lose hope. The people of Israel lost the war, lost their homes, lost many of their loved ones. They lost their land. They lost hope. If you have lost hope, Think about the valley of the dry bones baking in the sun. 
Remember the question. Can these bones become living people again? So you know the answer. Then, do you hear the sound? The sound Ezekiel heard as he spoke. A rattling noise all across the valley. God breathed life into them. God breathes out life. Ezekiel 37. Let's bow in prayer. Our Father, we believe that you alone are the source of all life. And we praise and we worship you alone. Oh Lord, you give life to our bodies. Eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you and we worship you, Lord. Lord, you know each of our circumstances today. Some of our challenges are small. Some are great. We ask you, Lord, to help us especially when things seem to have got too much for us. Oh Lord, please give us patience, perseverance and hope in this time we pray and strengthen us that we may honour you in faith and hope. And we ask this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.